Today on the show, I'm going to talk about discipline and why discipline is not the answer for following through with your intentions. I will provide a different perspective that will allow you to see some unconscious habit patterns that are getting in your way. Visit thestoryofmepodcast.com to submit questions for the show, and there's also a link to the Facebook group where you can continue the conversation after the podcast. I also upload meditations and yoga exercises that are related to the different episodes. Please continue to support the podcast by rating and reviewing it and also sharing it with a friend if you think it would help them out. You can also support the podcast by making a donation. You can go to the storyofmepodcast.com and at the bottom of the website, there's a donate button and you can also find the same link in the episode description. Thank you. Now let's get to it. Beautiful am I Bountiful am I Blissful am I Beautiful am Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where I share stories from my unconventional life and relate the psychological insights that I learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your awareness of your own self-limiting patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. My name is Amarjit Singh, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me today. How are you? Today, we're going to talk about something that many people struggle with, and this is the idea of discipline. Because we often set goals for ourselves and we have difficulty really following through with them or sticking to them. It's as if we lose motivation to change a particular habit pattern or our will is not strong enough. And so then there's a lot of shame. We feel guilty. We feel that maybe we don't deserve to achieve this goal or to follow through and stick with this intention. Part of the problem is that you're not looking at discipline in the right way. And when we're talking about discipline, there are different types of discipline, right? If you're running five miles a day and you want to discipline yourself to run 10 miles or a longer distance, this is a particular type of, of discipline, right? This is the, the will to strengthen your will to continue this. What we're talking about today is this discipline to change habits to help you live a healthier life. The discipline to do what you know you should be doing, but are having difficulty with following through. And as I explain this more, you'll start to see why this is a different type of discipline and what we're talking about. 
and why really discipline is not the answer to helping you achieve these goals of changing your habit patterns or doing healthier things for yourself. Because what happens is you set a goal or some intention and then you push yourself to follow through with it. And in the beginning, the motivation to change a particular habit pattern may be strong, which provides you this fuel to persevere, to continue. And you may even be able to focus your discipline strong enough to get some momentum. And then you continue down this new path for a while. However, before you know it, you begin to regress and go back to your old ways. Why is that? What happens that we're unable to continue? And so not only do you stop with these positive habits that you're trying to form, but you begin to condemn yourself because there's this shame, there's this guilt. And you say, I don't have enough discipline to follow through. And you start to feel bad about yourself. There's this disapproval of the self, which quickly turns into self-punishment because you criticize yourself for not being good enough to change and incorporate some positive aspect to your life. And then self-doubt rises. And you question yourself whether, am I good enough? Do I deserve to have a healthy, happy life? This is a very difficult aspect because we get into this habit pattern of actually repeating this. And then when we start to condemn ourselves, we start feeling even worse about ourselves. We begin to indulge in negative behaviors as this self-punishment. And this only worsens the situation because it's these negative behaviors which begin to fill the empty space left from the positive actions you are trying to take. So why is it that you can't focus yourself long enough to make a new habit pattern permanent? What happens is we immediately focus on this idea of discipline when we're unable to follow through with our intentions. And you begin to wonder why your discipline is so weak and why it seems like never-ending work to enforce it. And the truth is that you really don't understand what discipline is. You know that if you can continue with some action that you don't naturally want to do, that it takes a force. But what is this force, and why is it necessary for some things but not others? And what is this force is what we call discipline. And what is discipline? If you get to the essence, what is discipline? It's this internal conflict, this fight. And it's a fight between one tendency and another tendency. And this is what we're talking about is this internal battle of wanting to do something but being inclined to do something else. But if we dig deeper into what this conflict is, this battle between one tendency and another, we start to understand it in a more clearer way. Because you have this tendency of something that you want to do that is good for you, and then this 
other tendency, which is to do something that may not be as good for you, may not be healthy for you. There are really two reasons why you have difficulty with this this idea of discipline. So remember when I said that discipline is this internal conflict between one tendency and another tendency. Now, if you look at these tendencies, what are they? One is to maybe change some habit pattern, whether it's to eat healthier food or or to not react emotionally in certain situations or, or whatever it may be, but it's to do something that is good for you, that is going to help you live a healthier life in some way, whether it's physically healthier or mentally healthier. And the other tendency is a habit pattern that is getting in the way, whether this is eating junk food or eating food that's not healthy for you or engaging in behaviors that are not good for you. And this goes with drug addiction or alcoholism, and these have the same uh, idea, the same conflict. Now, there's emotions and, and experiences that are related to all these habit patterns, and we're not going to get into those now. We're just going to look at the essence of this idea of changing them through this concept that we call discipline. Because we could say, oh, you're an alcoholic because your parents were an alcoholics and you had this experience as a childhood which made you drink and you're in so much pain, you're trying to cover up these emotions. In essence, this is the same as someone who is overeating or or doing some other activity that is not healthy for them. One may be more intense and have more history, more karma attached to it, but in essence, it's the same concept. And if we look at this idea of discipline, like I talked about, as a tendency to do one thing versus another, and we examine this by saying, we always think I need discipline to do this activity that is healthy for me. But have you ever noticed that you don't need discipline to do things that are bad for you? Think about this. When have you ever needed discipline to do something that was unhealthy? Whether it's indulging in drugs and alcohol or eating unhealthy or overeating or watching too much television or whatever it may be, you've never needed discipline to do anything that was bad for you. Have you ever thought about that? Why is that? Why don't you need discipline to do something that is bad for you, but you need discipline to do something that is good for you? Shouldn't it be easier to do things that are good for you because those are healthier things? But yet it's not. It's easier to do things that are harmful. And so if we re-examine then this idea of discipline of saying it's between one tendency and another tendency, it's the battle between the positive tendency and the negative tendency or a tendency of changing some habit pattern. But really, this is just a proxy fight. The real battle and discipline is the battle of self-love. It's not the battle of strengthening your focus on doing something positive. It's your 
discipline or your focus on doing something in a way to show yourself that you love yourself. Because this resistance to all these healthy things for you is this conscious or unconscious resistance of self-love and that you are trying to harm yourself. And this is what discipline is really the proxy fight for. It's the proxy fight, in this case, for love, which we will call self-love, and hate or or uh, self-hate. Because we should think that if the action that you're trying to discipline is good for you and the behavior you are attempting to drop is bad for you, the tendency you are fighting is this idea of self-love. It's this resistance to self-love. Because if you love yourself, you can't harm yourself through these bad actions. And so if you're able to participate in these unhealthy habits, what you're saying is you don't love yourself. We always wonder how to love ourselves, how to increase self-love. And it's a very abstract concept, the way it's usually presented. How do we have more love for ourselves so we don't need this discipline? I can tell you from my own experience when I first started down the yoga path and trying to live a healthy life, I had eating habits that were not healthy. I had lifestyle habits that were not healthy. And I started to examine when I would engage in these. And you can look at it this way. Imagine you're you're drinking lots of soda, and this soda is unhealthy. It's got all these chemicals in them and and, and all these uh, preservatives, and, and it's, it's unhealthy. Look at Coca-Cola. There's not one nutritional value in drinking it. And we all understand this. If you don't, you look it up on the internet, you know this, yet people are drinking it. And I can tell you, when you're looking to quit and to change habits, like say this, instead of the discipline, every time you go to drink this Coca-Cola, think about you're harming yourself, literally harming yourself. You're, you're ingesting chemicals that are not good for you. And if you think about this and say, oh, I love myself, why do I want to harm myself? The same thing, you go to smoke a cigarette or to engage in some activity and you say, instead of saying, I need more discipline, say, why am I trying to harm myself at this moment? Why am I trying to harm myself? Instead of thinking of, I need to quit this, I need to have discipline to get away from this, think about when you go to engage in these behaviors is, I love myself too much, why do I want to harm myself? And think about the harm that comes from engaging in these behaviors. Because this is what you're doing, is you're literally harming yourself by engaging in certain habit patterns and certain behaviors. And you're saying, well, you just don't have the discipline to stop it. But really what's really happening is that you don't have the self-love to stop it. 
And it's the self-love that will make it easy for you to change these habit patterns because you think, I want to love myself. I want to feel good about myself. And if I do this, what I'm literally doing is harming myself. How can you live a healthy life by continuously harming yourself? And what we do is we think, I need to love myself, and we just wait for the self-love to happen. But the way self-love happens is not through magic. The way to increase the self-love in your life is through your actions. And think of all your actions are a celebration of your life, of your creation. Everything you do should be a celebration of this self-love, of the love you have for yourself. And this is why every action you take should be a representation of self-love. Every way you behave is a representation of how you feel about yourself. And the way to love yourself is through creating actions that show that you love yourself. Most people think, I want to wait till I feel better about myself and then I will take these actions. But it doesn't work that way. You need to start taking these actions to change the way you feel. And this is what we have difficulty with because this is what we're calling this discipline is that first step. We know this other activity is better for us or this other habit, but we feel we don't have the discipline to change it. But really it's we don't have the love for ourselves. We don't have this conscious love for ourselves, and so we don't engage in these behaviors. Think about how this self-love really creates a life of happiness and how it's this celebration of the self. Think about when you wake up early in the morning to do yoga before you go to work or to meditate. After you're done, how's your breakfast? Well, it's probably pretty healthy because you just woke up early in the morning. You were able to do something positive for yourself, so you feel good physically, mentally, and so you want to engage in another behavior that's healthy for yourself, so you eat well. And then you go to work. And how do you interact with the people in your job? Well, you had a good morning. You did your meditation. You ate a healthy breakfast. And chances are you're going to speak to the people with more love in your heart. Now think the opposite. You're up late at night. You wake up late and you're rushing to work. How's your breakfast? Probably not so healthy. And then how do you interact with the people in your job? Probably not so nice. And this is how one action perpetuates the next. And so if you do something healthy for yourself that shows you love yourself, the next action will continue. And this is the momentum you need, but it's all about self-love. It's not about discipline. And when you have difficulty doing these things, you have to tell yourself, well, I love myself. Why do I want to harm myself? The other issue we have with discipline is even if we understand, okay, this one habit is better for me than the other, 
and I love myself, so I want to do this other habit that's better and healthier, yet we still have difficulty. And it's because of the second part of this idea of discipline is if you're having difficulty with this, with exercising your discipline, there's two factors. One we just talked about is not having enough love for yourself and wanting to harm yourself unconsciously or or consciously. The second is a lack of understanding. Is, is The second part of discipline is this tendency of ignorance. And what do I mean by ignorance? I mean not understanding that resisting this healthy way of living is creating all the suffering in your life. So when we're talking about this ignorance, we're talking about a lack of understanding of cause and effect. And for many people, this is difficult because they don't see the relationship in things. So imagine you're walking down a sidewalk, and every time you step off the sidewalk, you get an electric shock immediately. Would you need discipline to stay on the sidewalk? No, because you see immediately the cause and the effect. And if you understood the cause and effect you are creating in your life through not walking the correct path, through not doing things that are healthy for you, you would not engage in these behaviors because you would see this immediate harm. But the thing is, people don't see this. They drink the Coca-Cola and they think, it doesn't do anything to me. Because they don't see the effects. They don't understand the effects. But now imagine you go through a year of eating very healthy and not drinking any sodas, and then you drink one, you're going to immediately feel the effect. And so this is what we want to do, is we want to create this subtlety within us so we understand cause and effect. And if we don't understand cause and effect, we have to just stick to this idea of self-love. But once you understand the truth about cause and effect, there's no discipline necessary to walk the path of life that you should be walking because all the other directions are just harming yourself. You can choose to walk down the path of karma or dharma. Karma is action or specifically cause and effect of the action. And if you are resisting your path and you are creating karma, the result of which will bring you suffering. However, if you walk down the path of dharma, your true path, you will create the benefits of a fulfilling and harmonious life. And so this is why once you understand what your path is, there's no question of what you should be doing. This is why discipline is really only necessary in the initial stages of your journey, because once you experience the true understanding of your path, you will realize there is no other way, because any other direction you walk, you recognize the karma that is happening to you. So it's okay to use as discipline if you don't understand 
when you are experiencing the effects of your actions, or if there is a deficiency of self-love. However, this should be temporary, because there should be a point in your life where your self-love is so great and your understanding of your path and the cause and effect of walking down this path or stepping off of it, that no discipline is necessary. So the way that you can do this now is by increasing the actions that represent love. And think about every action that is harming you as is taking away this self-love. And every action that is healthy for you is loving yourself. And so when you go to do something, look at it and say, is this a representation of love or not? And if it's not love, why do I want to hurt myself? Because once you love yourself, you have a very difficult time harming yourself. And I can remember myself when I first began doing yoga, I would start on Friday after work, I would go to a yoga class. And I would feel so good that I wouldn't want to change this feeling all weekend. I would stay in my own little world and just enjoy this feeling. And at this time, I was unable to go out to a bar and have a drink. I felt too good. Why would I want to consume something that is going to change my consciousness and change the way I feel? And this is how I began to recognize that it's really out of this lack of self-love that we do all these things. We try to change our consciousness. We We try to change and manipulate the way we feel. And we do this through overeating. We do this through oversleeping, watching too much television. But it's all to change our consciousness because we're not happy with it. And the way to live a healthier life is to recognize that these behaviors are because you're not happy with the way you feel and you're trying to manipulate it. And then it becomes a little easier to let go of them because you start to say, no, I love myself too much. Why do I want to harm myself? Because it's doing things out of self-love and understanding that creates a more harmonious life. And you begin to experience this understanding of your path, not just knowing it on an intellectual level, but creating an appreciation of this experience, the creator flowing through you. This is love. Your capacity to recognize this is self-love. When you do this, you will then be drawn down this path through expressing this love. And this is harmony. And this is not discipline. And this is why understanding what the battle between one tendency and another truly is will allow you to see these habit patterns that are not healthy, that are not helping you get closer to experiencing this divine flowing through you. Because once you're able to become sensitive enough and healthy enough, you begin to feel this divine love flowing through you and it begins to penetrate everything in your life. 
the way you interact with people, the way you interact with yourself, the way you create your life. And this is how you express love and how you live a loving life. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Okay, thank you for joining me today for homework. Let's look at these habit patterns and the difficulty you have at implementing discipline in your life. Which habit patterns are you struggling with that you keep referring to as this lack of discipline? And examine them. How are they harming you? How are they taking away from this self-love? And What is the effect? Try to understand what the cause and effect, how it's creating karma for you, how it's keeping you stuck to this habit pattern you can't break. And try to engage in loving activities. Look at these difficult aspects, whether it's overeating or whatever it is, and say, I love myself too much. I'm not going to engage in this behavior. And again, it's these two things. It's this lack of self-love and the lack of understanding of cause and effect. So examine these two aspects in the habit patterns that are difficult for you to break. And go to the Story of Me Facebook group and, and share your experience with this. Share what you are having difficulty with in breaking and, and how this is a representation of how you feel about yourself. And if you have difficulty understanding this, post a question and, and we'll, uh, we'll answer this. So again, go to thestoryofmepodcast.com to submit your questions for the show. Follow all the links to all the social media. And again, please support the podcast by sharing it with a friend, rating and reviewing it, and making a donation. Thank you. Until the next time, from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries all your words and actions.